Welcome to Real Estate You with Letty Ann. I'm here with Johnny Youssef. Johnny, thank you so much for being here today with us. Thank you. You bet. I just want to introduce you. So, uh, Johnny is a real estate investor. Uh, he also likes to renovate, um, and he's a designer as well. And uh, Johnny also is a licensed real estate professional here in the Kansas City area. Uh, we have a lot of commonalities, uh, and that includes uh, we both own Airbnbs. Uh, mm-hmm. We've had some challenges and trials and tribulations, but a, to be completely transparent, I'm just meeting Johnny. I just met him five minutes ago right here on Skype uh, because he is actually out of the state visiting family. Uh, so thank you for your time and being here. Thank you. I'm excited. It's cool. going to be good. So you told me you just hung up the phone. Uh, actually, it wasn't the phone, but it was a, a virtual meeting with the city, uh, Kansas City City Council because you had uh, requested a variance on your Airbnb. Um, there is a limit of eight uh, guests maximum per dwelling. Is that right? Yes, yes, yes. Tell us a little bit so, about how Yeah, I literally... Uh, just got off uh, a city hearing like three minutes ago, so or ten minutes ago. But um, basically, um, you know, Airbnb is a new thing. I mean, relatively speaking, it's been a couple of years since uh, I think Kansas City came up with the ordinance in 2018, and um, it took them a long time to come up with the ordinance. But part of the ordinance is you can't have more than two guests per bedroom uh, in a house, and then so you can't really have two queens with four people. Even though hotels have it, you can't do that more than two guests per bedroom. But then you also can have more than eight guests, no matter how big the house is. So, um, so it's a little tricky because I have a you know seven bedroom house, and um, I had it as an Airbnb for large amount of guests before the ordinance came in place, and then the ordinance came in place, and I I thought I'm doing the right thing, applying and. Kind of going and saying, hey, I, I want to be transparent. I'm asking for a special permission, basically, to be able to have 16 guests based on the size of it, based on it being grandfathered in uh, before the ordinance was in place. Uh, but that just hit me pretty hard. It's kind of sad because I looked in Kansas City and just around my house, there's 135 properties that have um, that break that rule of eight guests. And none of them applied for permits. They just kind of do it anyway. And here I am just trying to be friends with the city, be upfront. But basically, I, I went to the city hearing and um, um, there are a couple of neighbors. They're not really neighbors because they live over a mile away, but they're very involved. They hate investors. They hate Airbnbs. They hate renters. They just want families moving into the neighborhood. So um, they went pretty strong on me. And one of them, their spokesperson is an attorney. So she knows how to frame words in ways that I'm like, how did you just do that? Like, um, like, for example, in the neighborhood meeting where I told them, hey, guys, basically I had to do a neighborhood meeting where I say, hey, I'm just to let you know, I'm having permission to get 16 guests. Um, here's my number. If you And then they mentioned the neighbors mentioned that they've had problems before with noise. And I said, I'm so sorry. I wasn't aware. Here's my numbers. If you guys ever have a problem, call me immediately. And today, just that that um, attorney just used that against me. She's like, and he's giving us his number because he told us that he expects us to police it for him. And then this is his number to report any issues. And I'm like, no, that's not what I was going with. I was saying I'm a good neighbor and I want to I want to I want you guys to have me communicate with me if there are any issues. But instead, they framed it as this guy like doesn't care. And he just gave us his number and told us if we can't do it, he'll do it. Which, so anyway, so I basically just got roasted for the last 30 minutes by neighbors and uh, 
going to have to decide what I'm going to do. But it's okay. You win some, you lose some. But here you go. <laughs> well, it's a hot market. You could always sell the property. It is. Yeah. 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 It's, it's kind of sad, though. You got brutalized by you know, kind of ganged up on and you all you're trying to do is the right thing. Because I, I know of a, a couple of huge houses in Johnson County that are being rented as Airbnbs. They have like an indoor basketball court. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. think someone took their whole baseball team, like for a trip there, you know, something to that effect. Yeah. I mean, it's a perfect house. It's like a small resort. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um it's it's uh, what other obstacles and we're going to talk about the benefits too, because one you are permitted to have an Airbnb. There are rules and regs. Yes. Um, does all of Kansas City govern the metro, or do you find that in Kansas it's different than that Casey Mill? Uh, yeah, it's it, it, the city of Kansas City. City of Kansas City um, has their own rules that are different. Each city is kind of with their own rules. So whether you're in Waldo or downtown or Plaza, it's all the same thing. Um, and um, yeah, so the, the rule of thumb is uh, not more than two per bedrooms and not more than eight. There are different rules. You also have to, uh, you know, I don't know how familiar you are, but you have to get at least 55% of the adjacent neighbors to sign off approving it. So I had to knock on doors um, of all the adjacent neighbors. I got more than the 55%. Uh, sadly, it was just clear how the ordinance have good intentions, but really bad execution because like one of the neighbors I knocked on, he said, he was super racist. I'm not going to say what he said, but basically he was like, if you can promise me this and that or not in my neighborhood, then, then I will sign it. You know, <laughs> I cannot, I will never promise that. So, you know, and then I had a neighbor, you know, where uh, elderly couple and the wife just died. So I, I knock on the guy and he signs supporting it. But then I had to prove to like the city that the wife just died, you know, and it's like, oh, my gosh, why do I have to do this? So. So, yeah. So there are ordinance. I mean, they're there for a reason. Um, but I definitely think we need to kind of revisit and adjust as things are evolving. So maybe we should start a board of our own. Right. So when you're on these calls, like I could I got your back. Oh, I'm already in a. Yeah, I should have thought of that. But I'm already we have a little group email. So I'll include you just so that. You know, because we're trying to have a group of us owners that do follow the rules that are saying, hey, guys, we need to really revisit some of that. Um, some of it is just makes it impossible or is not fair. I mean, it's not fair if you just happen to have neighbors that don't care versus having a racist neighbor or a neighbor that um, will never sign no matter how good or responsible you are because there's no incentive for them. So it's tricky. But all that to say, though, if we talk about the Airbnbs, I don't want to discourage the listeners because... It can be very uh, profitable. It can be very, um, very fun. And like, for me, I love hospitality, very satisfying, fulfilling. So we don't want to discourage people. And it all depends, uh, you know, on where they are and all that, too. <clears throat> and doing it for the right reasons. <clears throat> you know, you, you have the option of uh, renting a room or you have the option of, of investing in a property. And really, uh, you know, because I know, number one, for my guests, I, too, have an Airbnb. I'm looking at the microphone like it's a camera. Um, <laughs> uh, I too have an Airbnb and cleanliness, 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 number one, you know, for the, for the guests. So, uh, and it's hard to find 
uh, someone who is honest, trustworthy, and can clean better than anybody you know. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's some things you must consider. You can't just go, oh, well, I think I'll rent my room, but I hope they don't mind if I don't change the sheets. And I mean, you really have to <laughs> you know, pretend like you're, um, you're a little mini resort of your own. And how would you want the place to be when, when you sure. checked in? Um, <clears throat> so... Uh, I, there is a, uh, there's a psycho neighbor across the street from my, um, uh, although she may be listening, but I'm not sure she's playing with a full deck. Uh, I, I just had guests leave the, for the second time this year because she has been harassing them. So, and again, I don't want to go negative on, um, I, no, people, I get every, it. everybody's motivations are, are different, but, uh, she'll take pictures of their license plate. This is how, like, she, I don't even know where, where she's coming from. She'll take pictures of their license plate if they park on the street and we only have a two bedroom and I never allow more than two, three to four persons. And the fourth person has to be like a child because there's only two beds. I mean, it's a small house, mm-hmm. like 900 square mm-hmm. feet. So, um, she'll, she'll take pictures of their license plate, call the police and say that there's an abandoned vehicle. I mean, just all these awful things. Gosh. Uh, she just stood in the street, gave them the double finger and uh, screamed the F word at them. Like she's there. They call, she doesn't want strangers in the neighborhood. But I mean, but she's acting like it. I mean, you know, yeah, I know she doesn't want strangers yeah. in the neighborhood, but I mean, the energy she's ex- expending. No, that's what I'm saying. That's the sad part is like people just are willing to go through so much hostility because they don't want a stranger. I mean, it's sad. And there's ways to, you know, keep it upright. So we, we have, we have a, you know, lovely small 1940s house, very, like I said, two, two bedroom, one bath, but we, we don't keep it at like $50 a night. We, 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 you know, make sure it's, uh, really in good yeah. order charge more so you're not getting the riffraff that's going to go party it up and uh, exactly. i kind of police the people i ask them questions like what why are you in town why where are you coming from um and uh you know often as when i go into airbnbs the owner will knock on the door and hand me some cookies and and you know they're just wanting to see you know how many people are in there or what's going on so um there's a way to to do it and and i appreciate you including me in on your airbnb uh uh, thing, but the positives, like you said, the hospitality part is incredible, and mm-hmm. um, the fact that they just came to celebrate their mom's ninetieth birthday, and they live in Texas, and they could bring their dog. I mean, they I've gotten some beautiful notes. Uh, probably ninety eight percent of the time, I've just gotten big thank yous and what a cool house, and um, they really appreciate it how everything was in order. So I I, I think it's heartwarming. Um, except for the neighbor across the street. So um, what else? Would, let's let's start telling people more about uh, if they want to invest. What, what do you suggest? Because yes. I know you're an investor. You've got several properties. Yes. Uh, yeah. You mean in general or just with Airbnb specifically? Well, let's dial it in to the fact that uh, it, it – Supply and demand. We are so low on supply. What are your thoughts on actually purchasing and finding something at this time in the market? For Airbnb. Let's say Airbnb, you bet. For an investment property, yeah. Totally. I mean, right now is a tricky time with COVID-19. So I don't know about if you've seen a hit with your Airbnb. We've definitely seen a hit. Uh, We've had a lot of people canceling our booking. We've had over $56,000 in cancellation in two months. So that's a lot of revenue that got cut. Um, will it last forever? No. Um, you know, I think once this whole thing is over, Airbnb is going to be stronger than ever because right now it's kind of, uh, uh, you know, it's, um, 
survival to the fit, you know? So a lot of people that um, didn't manage their Airbnbs right, didn't have uh, much backup, plan, many backup plans. They were kind of living paycheck by paycheck. They couldn't stay in the Airbnb game. So actually a lot of people are leaving Airbnb right now, which actually prepare, prepares us for great demand. You know, I think obviously no one knows how long this is going to take, but you know, hoping that by spring next year, summer next year, 2021, I think we're going to see millions of people wanting to go on vacation, wanting to go to Airbnbs, wanting to gather all the people that couldn't travel this year, wanting to do something even bigger next year. We're going to see so much demand on Airbnbs, assuming everything with COVID is over or, or controlled. And with that being said, given that we now have less properties on the market, because a lot of people have left the game or just I've had an investor that I was managing seven Airbnbs for, and they turned them all into long-term rentals because of COVID. They just said, you know, we don't want to wait it out. We don't want to deal with it. We don't want the risk of having someone with coronavirus in our property. Let's just turn them all into long-term. We'll take our losses. So with that being said, I truly think that we are about to have um, a lot of demand coming up, maybe not in two months, but maybe in six, seven months with little supply, which means you know, needing more Airbnbs and raising the rates because people are willing to pay it. So I think it's still a great investment. I think my advice is, um, you know, I always tell people have plan B and that's what I learned the hard way. Um, plan B would be uh, if Airbnb doesn't do well, if ordinance change, if a neighbor, you know, that is so hostile happens to be an attorney that's connected with city council, whatever it is, you want to have a plan B, plan C. So I tell people, look for an Airbnb and just plan if I can run this for too long or if I do it and I just hate it or whatever, can I turn it into a rental and would it be successful and worth its money or would I be upside down and regret it? Can I, is this area going up in value where I can maybe flip it or sell it in two or three years, you know, if I'm tired of the Airbnb game or if it's just not good? But if you have a plan B and plan C, then I say go for it. Look for Airbnbs. It's definitely, I say it's not worth it if it's not making at least two times the rental rate. So if your net in a property is $1,000, you don't want to get into the Airbnb game unless it's making two, you 2000 Because the amount of time and energy and logistics it takes, you know, you don't want to be working so hard for from 1000 to 1500 you know, free that time for a second property purchase. So I'd say if it makes two times more, if the area is going up, if if it would still make a decent rental, then it's worth it. A lot, a lot of folks that are moving out of state and they have, uh, they know I have an Airbnb and they'll say, you know what, I think I'm just, instead of selling my house, I think I'm just going to turn it into an Airbnb. Has Has anyone asked you that? Um, I've had a couple of clients, actually. I've had a couple of clients that were looking to buy a house, and when they found out that they are qualified without having to sell their original house, they decided to try Airbnb. Um, one of them ended long-term rental, and one, the other one is running an Airbnb in Westport. Yeah. That's great. I What I explained to them is if you're an out-of-state owner, you really need to have a really great system here because you have to have someone that can be called at midnight when you know the air conditioning isn't working or the furnace isn't working. Um, so for you, Johnny, do you have a property management company that's managing your units? I do. I do. Yeah. Okay. That's, I think that's the biggest... Um, that's the biggest problem I see people are not prepared for is people are really optimistic. They think Airbnb and they think passive income. And in reality, it's 
semi-passive income. It's not really that passive. Um, so I tell people, you really have to have the right people in place. That's the make it or break it. If you have bad cleaners or bad communicator, your Airbnb is going to get bad reviews and you can just might as well just shut it down quickly. So I do have a property management company that's actually managing my rentals and it's managing uh, my Airbnb. So we have a pretty good team working with us. So is that your own company that manages? The it pro- is. So good it for is. you. Congratulations. Yeah, I kept it in, in-house in and it's a lot of work, but sometimes I wonder if it's just better to just hand it over. But no one is going to care about your properties as much as you do. Not to say I don't encourage property management companies. Like you should find a good property manager, do your research and you'll find you know, great options. But just with the amount of properties I had and me being a little bit more of a control freak, I was like, I'll do it myself. So, yeah. So are you available for hire if someone says, well, maybe I'll get Johnny's company to help me if I purchase something? Yeah, I'm selectively available. So I only work with a few investors. So just like you with, you know, your company, your your realty, your brokerage, your quality over quantity, you know, we've had a lot of, um, I've had a lot of people saying, hey, I have a house here and I live in Florida. Can you rent it for us? And we don't do that, but um, I'll do it if someone is like, hey, I am planning to grow or I have 10 properties. If they have like a quantity that's worth, because we want to, I want to keep few owners that I work with that have quantity so that we can keep systems in place and quality control rather than so many owners and houses all over the place. And every owner has different standards. You have owners that don't care about making that much profit. They just want the properties to be really well upkept and the value to continue going up. You have another owners, which we call them some landlords that they don't care how trash or how bad the house is. They just want to make as much cash every month. So that's why I just try to focus for like few quality owners. We're all on the same page and we have the same system in place. So actually I'm looking for two or three now we've grown and we need a little bit more. So uh, let me know. <laughs> I love it. I love that. So I'm talking with Johnny Yusuf today, uh, investor, renovator, and designer. And uh, well, I've got that right here in your bio. You're a designer. I know. No, I am. I am. What I'm you- still embracing it because I kind of stumbled on it, but I've been doing it for a while now. So tell me, what do you design? I mean, just uh, my my rehabs. I get really involved everywhere from. Uh, wood floors and cabinet selection and paint all the way into Airbnbs. Like I picked all the furniture, um, all the layout, you know, uh, my house, I recently did my house, which looks pretty awesome. I'm proud of it, but I completely designed, I mean, moved everything around the staircase. So everything from like hard design, whether we're talking about staircases or, you know, ceilings to like, you know, furniture and, uh, you know, paint color. So I've done it all. <laughs> wow. Look at all your talents. So <laughs> if you're enjoying our conversation with Johnny Youssef, and if you have uh, questions about Airbnb, uh, whether in the Kansas City metropolitan area or anywhere where you may live, please don't hesitate to reach out to Johnny or myself. Um, and uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Letty Ann and Associates Real Estate Services, so you don't miss any of this awesome content, uh, value-based content that we're doing for you. And uh, Johnny, when you get back from Virginia, let's go, let's connect in person. I'd love that. Awesome. And I hope you can come back for another episode. Thank you. Okay. Appreciate it. All right. All right. See you soon. Thank you, Johnny.